Hello and welcome to the Talk Football Podcast. I'm your host, Hodgie, and in this week's episode, we are going to be looking at the clubs that have just been promoted to the Premier League. I'll be taking it club by club, looking at what those clubs need to do to give them the best chance of surviving their first season back in the top division. So just in case you have no idea what I'm talking about, the clubs I'm talking about are Norwich, who were promoted as champions, Watford, who gained automatic promotion for finishing as runners-up, and Brentford, who won the playoff final against Swansea. So let's start with the champions, Norwich. After bouncing back at the first attempt, Norwich have already publicly stated they will not spend heavy to try and stay up. Sporting director Stuart Webber said, you can spend 120 million net and still get relegated, and that's proven. We can't go all in on one season. If we get relegated, we'll be in big trouble. Now that's a clear message and one the Norwich fans will understand, especially with the club losing out on up to £30 million worth of revenue due to COVID. The squad itself is in good shape. If they can keep hold of what they have, then add a couple of new faces and they'll have a decent shot at survival. But retaining Buendia, Cantwell and Aarons will be key to their survival chances. Having said that, with all three of them likely to command a fee in excess of £30 million each, that would generate significant funds. There's no doubt Daniel Farker will have his work cut out, but there'll be no surprises for him. Having previously led Norwich through a Premier League campaign that did end up in relegation, but having bounced back at the first opportunity, if they can retain their players, Norwich will have a decent chance of survival. So moving on to Watford, the Championship runners-up. Watford have wasted no time at all in preparation for the Premier League, signing midfielder Imran Luaza for a fee reported to be £10 million. Also adding defender Matty Pollock from Grimsby and also 18-year-old forward Barr from Rochdale. I have no idea who Barr is, but apparently, according to reports, he's a very promising young player who can play anywhere across the forward line. Watford are also in the running for Arsenal forward Eddie Nketiah, with Arsenal reportedly wanting upwards of £15 million. Watford are no strangers to the Premier League and are likely to spend. The club already has a wealth of Premier League experience to call upon. They are well placed to do well, but manager Isco will know that he needs to start strong, with the owners never afraid to wield the axe if the results don't meet expectations. Now, if they can hold on to him, Ismail Assar could be key to goals and the possibility of survival. He's a quality young player. He's been coveted by many Premier League clubs already and clubs from abroad. So they may have a little struggle holding on to him. But if they can and they can get the best out of him and give him the kind of service that he needs, there's a good chance he will score the goals to help Watford stay in the Premier League. And should they be able to sign Eddie Nketiah, that could form a formidable and pacey partnership up front. Now last and by no means least, Brentford. Brentford will be many people's unknown quantity. For a start, they will need to keep Ivan Tony, With over 30 goals scored over the course of this season, there will surely be clubs with an eye out for his services. And why would you not want to? The Bees are no strangers to losing a star striker. Departures in recent times include Watkins, Ben Rama and Malpe. However, financially, they are not under pressure to sell and perhaps potential buyers will want to have a look at Tony and see how he performs in the Premier League before forking out a substantial fee. Thomas Frank will certainly be hoping to keep hold of Tony for the upcoming season at least. Now towards the end of the championship season, the Bees suffered a succession of injuries to key players, something that possibly cost them automatic promotion. 
So it's not just a case of recruitment or retaining their star players, but fitness will play a key role in their hopes of staying up for a second season. Under the ownership of Matthew Bannum, I'd expect the Bees will continue their transfer strategy of identifying players that are undervalued, if you like, despite strong statistical data, which is what the Bees tend to rely on. This transfer strategy has already served them very well. Defensively, they will need to strengthen, with skipper Pontus Janssen missing parts of the season through injuries, and a backup forward for Tony would certainly come in useful. So that's our look at the teams that are coming up into the Premier League for next season. For what will be an exciting return to the Premiership for Norwich and Watford fans, and a first for Brentford playing their first season in the Premier League, and their first season in the top flight since 1947. And of course having the fans back, albeit still restricted on numbers, will be amazing. It'd be amazing for the players to have fans cheering them on inside the stadiums again. I know it's something I've missed. That uh, You can't really beat that feeling of being in the stadium and cheering on your team. And I know the players will love to have all the fans back. So that's it. That's our look at the teams. Thank you for joining me on this bonus episode. From me, your host, Hodgie, and all of us at Talk Football Pod, Thank you once again, and we'll see you again on the next episode. Now, don't forget, if you want to get in contact with the pod and maybe even appear as a guest on the show, you can find us on our TikTok channel, which is talk.football.hd, and that's the same for Instagram. We also have Twitter, which is Talk Football, and Facebook page as well. Same name, Talk Football. And you can also email me on the show at alan9hodge at icloud.com. So, thank you once again, and we'll see you soon.